1: I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back for Hour 3. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Maggie Rad. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. And uh, I guess we could throw uh, Chuck Saragusa in there, too. $99 yep. closing. That's it. Yep. Uh, we're broadcasting worldwide and live, mightyhouse.net, tune in.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts of previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. If you give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline, 877-711-5611, you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. You got a nice. new kitchen, a new bath, new addition. The brand new Niles Design District has everything you need to renovate your home. Nearly 10 home improvement businesses offering expert advice, competitive pricing, and superior products are on Milwaukee Avenue in Niles. And uh,
4: I have something to say. Go ahead. let wow. say it. Wow. Okay. I was looking at Mighty House because I was going to post something, and there's the lovely picture of me in the garbage bag. Yeah. And... Good friend of the radio show. My battery's running low. Crum, I'll say Crum said he only puts up with the cowgills because of Robbie. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah.
1: Here. Try talking into a microphone. That way, Fresh Meat can turn it down. (laughs) Should we go to the phones? I I don't know why I put up with the cowgills. Should we go to the phones? Okay. Who do you got there, Fresh Meat?
3: Uh, We got Tom. He's got a question on cedar
1: fencing. Okay. Hey, Tom. Thanks for hanging on. Are you there? Hey, thanks
0: a lot. Um, I'm wondering if you have a solution. My uh, cedar fence is uh, in beautiful condition. However, I got a severe heating problem. Um, I'm wondering, uh, it's going to have to be redone, I'm guessing, but how do I prevent it from heating again? I got some heat that are, the concrete's 12 inches out of the ground.
1: Really? Um, okay, so then how deep is it? Wow. They only...
0: I made sure when they put it in, I asked them to sink the. Uh, I have galvanized steel posts. Okay. I don't. I didn't want to use the wood posts.
1: Right. And I made right. sure
0: to ask them to, to sink them forty inches.
1: Right. And they're still pushing out. But.
0: Yeah, but well, I think the worst of it came with those sixty mile an hour winds we had this uh, this spring.
1: Got it. Got it. Got it. So um, the only thing you can do is like dig them up and go deeper. Uh, you know, we did. We did a project recently where it was a, a gazebo that was doing the same thing, and they had only gone down 36 inches for the, uh, for the concrete piers. So we took them down 60 and, and uh, also made them larger so that that way uh, the, the frost can't get underneath them and lift them up. But um, if, it, if they're pushing out, that's generally from frost, and, and right. so that's what's going to do it. So the only thing you can do is go bigger, you know, larger diameter hole and deeper. And make sure that they do it. And it may be they and only get went the twenty-four concrete at the bottom, right? Um, and the other thing is, if that if that concrete only goes down two feet, but the pole goes down, you know, forty-two inches, it's still going to get underneath that concrete and push it up. So you got to make right. sure that concrete's okay. all the way down there too.
2: Yeah, concrete needs to be at the bottom. Now, period. Yeah. Would there, or there no, there or be any use no. Or the no
0: of putting a foot of pea gravel in the bottom of the well, hole. That's
2: where I was just heading. You actually, if you're using metal galvanized pipe, you probably don't need concrete at all if you were to fill the hole with uh, grade 8 stone, which is your three-quarter with with screenings. That would actually become like concrete, but it would also allow more drainage, so you'd have less freezing or less heaving.
1: Right.
0: Okay.
1: okay. That makes sense. And then one other thing you can do to your post is to take some threaded rod, drill through the post, and then have horizontally, perpendicular to the post, have some threaded rod so it sticks out 8 inches on either side, and do, do a couple of those down in the ground so that that way the pole itself can't pull out. because then, That's a lot of work. Yeah. I mean that, but that's what, this is what we ended up doing with this one gazebo so it'd stay down. Um, yeah. And so if we, and they, that was uh, you know, uh, concrete and, and steel that we just kind of tied it all together. But that's an, if you're worried about it coming back out again— you can do the threaded rod through there also, and a nut on both sides just to hold it in there. So once you pour your concrete, you'll yeah, be fine. That, that makes,
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So, An extra anchor there.
1: Yep, yep. Right. It it works. It, it's more work, but if you want to do it once, that's the way to do it.
0: Right. All right, thank you very much.
1: All right, good. Thanks for right. the phone call. There we go. Um, go ahead, Rich. You were going to say it?
2: No, no, that's just...
1: just... okay. Just, it's
2: crazy with the frost, you know, like say with all the heaving, so it's like you got to always do stuff and you know, so if you have the drainage it won't you can't build up that moisture to cause it to heave, so.
1: Well, in, in uh, like the the one project I'm referring to, it was in a lower area so it was always wet. So mm-hmm. in a in a good heavy freeze, it was freezing deeper than than probably it would in other gotcha. parts. You know, because it was so uh, so wet in that area. So right. you actually need to go deeper and make sure your concrete's all the way down through there. So, and when we did that, the piers that had rebar was all bolted in steel rod, and and it stayed. So, that that's uh, the way way it needs to be done. Yes, Rob.
4: Sometimes dirty diapers cause heaving.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> True story.
4: <laughs> it really is impressive. Again, as I said earlier in the show, how much you guys know. Why. Just to be able to build a house,
1: yeah, it's ain't darn n- impressive. It ain't nothing.
4: Um, I can read Right, this- rich,
1: right?
2: It is. I do-, I do it in my sleep. Yep. No, it- literally. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I do too.
4: <laughs> I can read this email. Go ahead. Or I can say yes. I threw in that post that somebody said they only listened to the sh- to the cowgirls because of me, so I'll go back to the one nasty email that we got. A long time ago when somebody said that they have to turn the radio off every time my voice comes on
1: no so
4: it's you know i'm equal opportunity
1: offender okay
4: offender yes andrew you're like what why would somebody turn off the radio
1: when your voice
3: wait came you've in? gotten emails have actually said that oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah really oh that's yeah not, that's I, uh...
1: you, you want to sit on our side of the uh, the, the, the the screen i mean oh yeah he it, does ron,
3: you
2: know ron gets emails he laughs too much yeah
4: yeah but, yeah, my favorite was, wow. her voice is so annoying, I have to turn off the radio when she comes
1: in. And, and Rich is mean, so, I mean, you know, it all goes yeah. around. Well, that's one is Rich true. Is not true. mean. That's <laughs> not true.
4: Oh, again, blowing smoke? Okay. <laughs> it's kind of true.
3: That is, I have a tendency to do that sometimes. No, Blow Rich smoke? is
4: mean. That's the tendency.
3: Well, <laughs> it, it disappoints me that people say those things to you because you are a vibrant piece of this show, as are all three of you. It wouldn't work if one person was removed, in
1: my opinion. See? What's he doing now? Uh, I'm putting my hip waders on. Hang on a second.
4: Okay, so here was the interesting email that we received this week. Go ahead. Um, Hi, Robbie. I've been following the Klein Tool signing the promotion since you introduced it a couple weeks ago. Unfortunately, Chicago's high schools are not represented in this program. Vocational education has been absent from the CPS schools for years. Now, all Chicago high schools are designated college prep. Of course, not all the students are going to college, and for many black students, the school system is still a delivery system to crime and imprisonment. Perhaps you can ask the Klein Tools rep how they and their supporting organizations plan to reach students in the CPS high schools who can benefit from training that will lead to a career in the skilled trades. In the broader sense, what can employers of skilled trade workers do to break through the implicit bias that prevents the hiring and training of young black men and women for careers in the trades? I hope you'll be able to phrase my concern and question in a way that won't tick off Ron and Rich <coughs> and won't force the Klein rep into a defensive posture. No. Regards, a listener from the beginning. Hey. I didn't edit that because I think he put it in— Perfect terms. Right, perfect terms. It is something we have been discussing in the past. We had, um, we've had people call up and say, what do we do to get inner-city people more interested in the trades? Give us a call that's what I was going to say Ron says that all <laughs> the time you
1: looking for a job I'll find you one in 20 minutes yes if you got a if you got a driver's license and you're over 18 it's, I, it's... I I know plenty of people that are looking right yeah. now right and you don't you need zero experience mm-hmm. zero experience so the other side of it is in in Klein tools defense they are i can i'm 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 grasping at straw's here but there is a uh, there's a trade school in Chicago. Coin. And I think, is it Coin or is coin
4: it? Coin is one of them. Yes. Or was
1: it Lincoln? Or maybe it's, maybe, I think you are right. It's Coin. They are supporting the trades there and it is a, a true trade school for high school kids. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that is located on the southwest side, I think. Mm-hmm. So, they, they, there are, they are, Klein Tools is doing what they can and uh, uh, CPS, Chicago. Could probably do a little bit more That's in it. helping it.
4: Klein Tools is doing what they can. They're, they're, I they'll support it, right? That's I don't it. It. go ahead.
2: Yeah, Klein Tools is—you know—it's a company selling tools. It's not their responsibility. What they do already is pretty amazing. Yes. Right. Yes. So we can talk about
1: break. that in a minute. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with more right after this. You are listening to
2: Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will
1: return. You gotta build fast. Cement drying. All right, let's see. Uh, English side ruined. Must use French instructions.
4: <laughs> Fire you me.
0: Will.
1: What the hell is that? It's Mighty House. Okay, Mighty when you House can't hear yourself in your headphones, nobody else can hear you either. You could hear me. get from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, in.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty Household. Improvement Show? No, never. And uh, give us a call on Job the Mr. Mom. Floor Helpline, 877 711 5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. I don't know.
4: Okay. Go ahead. So, what I'm going to say is the number, 877 711 5611. We have 30 minutes. I would yeah. like to have people call in and talk about this. As we were saying over the break, Rich says there's no money in the system to hire more teachers and to have more. What are we going to get Schools. What to, in, in a Chicago public high school? What class are we going to get rid of in order to have this class come in, woodworking or whatever?
1: Well, what, Woodworking, welding, uh, auto mechanics, um, all right. of that stuff is expensive equipment and it's ex- exactly ex- ex-
2: it takes ex- up large quantities of space sure. it consumes large amounts of time and the problem is is that and this is where i don't i think you put more of this on parents in a sense that i think people need to get out and get life experience right you need to go try some stuff so Ron, right. a kid might call you and say you know what i think i want to go in the trades and i'm I'll, I'll hire on with you as a laborer right i'll start pushing a broom and I'll see if I like this. You know, if the guy works for me for a week and comes up to me and goes, you know what? This isn't what I thought it was going to be, and I don't think I'm going to like this, I'm out. And right. I'm good with that. You've right. tried it. Right. The problem is you don't want kids taking shop classes, whether it's wood, metals, automotive, whatever, for a semester. Because in about two weeks, they'll go, yeah, this sucks. And if they don't like it, you know, so what are you supposed to do? They're just there. Then now they're just so you got to get find something that you truly care about. You don't just take it because it's the path of least resistance. Well, okay,
1: here's some. I took small engines. I mean, I was taking all of that stuff, but that I never cause... took
2: a shop class in my
1: life. Oh really? I, I was never. taking them all. <laughs> here's I was a th-
2: computer science major. I only went to high school my freshman and, and sophomore year. My junior senior year, I only went to school three hours a day. I went to programming classes the rest of the time at a place in the South Side called Sauk Area Career Center. Yeah, and they had body shop. They had a mechanics. They had HVAC. They had all that. They closed that down. It's now just a school. Mm-hmm. You know, they made it into a middle middle school or something. Right. But no, they we had a career center that was awesome. Yeah, and I did trades. They cut the, the funding.
1: Trading. I did building trades. That's what I did. And that's no longer there either. At our school. Here's a thought.
4: Let's try to think of different ways. Okay, so if a school is to doesn't have the money to bring in all this stuff, what if there's a construction company, a contractor, or whatever? nearest school who has all this stuff, there's a perfect place that you can go to for an after school program. I don't know about insurance or licensings or whatever. I'm just trying to think of different approaches. Out of the box a way to do it. Right. I didn't want to use out of the box because that term is used all the time, and it makes me crazy. Well, okay. so, so keep it. Let's
2: in let's back that up a little bit. So you now, when you're talking about a construction company, you're talking about a small construction company that can't afford to fund it. If you're talking about a national builder like Lennar, Pulte, uh, WCI, and all them Toll Brothers, they don't care. Okay, they're hiring. Well,
0: go back. They're and- hiring
2: kids out of college and paying them thirty grand a year to run projects. <laughs> they don't care about training the. Go
4: subs. back to the small business who doesn't have the money to fund it. Let's say there was a small business who had the equipment and had somebody who was willing to, as a volunteer, like we're talking, Ron volunteers all the time, you volunteer, Elliot is in here volunteering left and right. So we found somebody who can volunteer, and somehow the funds come from Chicago Public Schools. Somehow they don't have to worry about the construction equipment, they just have to somehow. And what is the fund if the if the construction company has all the equipment and they have somebody who's going to volunteer as an after school program. Again, there's chess club. You know, there's sewing or I, there's acting. There's all kinds of clubs after school. What if there's a trades club after school and there's somebody nearby a school. So Chicago Public Schools get involved, they find people in their neighborhood. What if there's this program So It it could be done.
1: Right. Somebody wanted to pick up the ball and run with it.
4: Right. So how do we get somebody with the Chicago Public School, Andrew, to hear this show, to have people who are calling in 877-711-5611 and talking about it and saying, yeah, you're right. We need this. My kid, my neighbor comes to me all the time. It's like, do you have anything for my child to take apart? He's (laughs) 15. Uh Uh-huh. And all he wants to do is work on stuff. You know, Don goes out and changes the oil. The kids there change the. Oil. He takes things apart. He would be the Penny perfect. Put them
2: back together.
4: Eventually, he will. He's the perfect candidate. He's not book smart, but man, he wants to get into tearing things mechanical. apart. He's mechanical, so he's done like a you know small little building carpentry thing at school, whatever. But if there was a place that he can go after school with some licensed, experienced people and go, here, I'm going to show you some things, not a job, not an apprenticeship.
1: Why not go over to the uh, ReStore? Is the ReStore training? Yeah. Well, the, the Habitat for Humanity, you could go over there. You're going to learn all the parts. You're going to take things apart, reassemble things. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on there. But you're also now getting exposed to some of the materials in the trade. And then there's contractors walking in there all the time, you know. You could volunteer. These kids could volunteer at Habitat for Humanity Restore. And there's also the Rebuild Exchange in Chicago. There's mm-hmm. the Evanston Rebuild Exchange. There's there's other – there's there's pro, and the Evanston Rebuild Exchange actually does do the training. Of course, that's, that's Evanston. That's a really
4: good idea. I'm, I'm not 100% sure if he's 15 or not, in which case you have to be 16
1: to no. volunteer. No, he can – as long as his parents sign off on it, he can have a, a work release. But he can only work so many hours a week. Mm-hmm.
4: But, so why is it the Chicago Public Schools aren't doing this, but other suburban schools are now getting into the, yes, we have classes in this, yes, we have signing things. Because there's yeah. more
1: money in the suburban school districts. <laughs> back Back to rent saying.
4: Okay, and then the other thing is, what about the gentleman who said, where are the companies hiring these people and Ron is one. Are there well, other companies who will give? But people- you're.
2: I'm assuming that that letter, that email, comes from somebody who lives in an underserved area. So yep. when I was with EPA and I was training in Englewood, literally, I was probably the only white guy walking down the street at lunchtime, mm-hmm. and I never once felt threatened. I actually had guys coming up to me asking, you know, oh, you're the jobs guy. How can you help? Mm-hmm. And I totally appreciated where they're coming from, but they can't. the The problems in the neighborhoods are so bad that you can't even invest in the neighborhood. The the, the copper gets stolen out of the building, so you can't even open a new business to hire people. Yeah. You know, so it's almost like uh, self-destructive. Yeah. And I don't know how you – it has to change from the neighborhood. And I know that – and I'm sure the program is still around. They're called Imagine Inglewood. Mm-hmm. And that's who we were doing the training for. There's a theater down there in Englewood that was built probably in the turn of the century, 1910. You should see this thing. It needs to be restored, but it's killer. But you can't put anything into it because of the neighborhood. You know, so people got to work through it, but it's going to take time.
1: Yes, Robbie.
4: Okay. Here's an idea. What if we hooked up with the Habitat for Humanity and Restore and Nari and we tried a training day?
1: Yep. You can, but what Skills, are you going to train? Yeah, and it's it, that falls back to Skills USA, the Skills USA program that Nari's involved in, that, and we that do Klein it, Tools is involved in. But
4: according to this, and I don't know the answer, uh, the stuff that Klein Tools does is mostly in the suburbs, not in
1: the city. Right. That's not... That's not Klein Tools' fault. That is the... Skills. School, that's Skills USA and the school well, district. Well, it's not even
2: their fault. It's the school district's not reaching out, not right. getting involved. Who's going to get involved? I mean, it's... As so, like I said, it's, a, it's an ongoing problem that's not going to go away anytime soon.
4: Well, let's try something. Let's us, as this radio show, let's talk to Restore and let's talk to Nari and see if we can get a couple volunteers from Nari and a couple hours at Restore and there are some Chicago public schools right around the Chicago restore and we put out a thing, any teenagers, whatever the age, any students interested, come out, meet contractors, see what it's like. Because if they're not getting the opportunities
1: So we can talk to Michael Reeb. Yeah. Get Michael on if the phone. Chicago Public Schools Fresh Meat, get Michael on the phone right now.
4: Deanna, are you listening? <laughs> No, if Chicago not. public schools aren't getting the opportunities that suburban schools are getting for vocational training, let's see if there's interest. First, we need to see if there's interest and these kids aren't interested. If they're interested, then we could work on finding things. But I think we have a couple-hour session at the ReStore. Put it out there. See who shows up. You're in a high school, but you're not a Chicago public high school.
3: No, we're not. We we are a public high school, but not a Chicago public high school.
4: I mean, there are some Chicago public high does, schools. Does
2: Does North have a shop class of any kind, or is it we, mostly academia?
3: It's mostly academia, but we do. We have an automotive class. We have uh, like okay. different engineering courses, those sort of things.
2: Engineering, um, <laughs>
3: those sort of
4: things, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's Taft High School. All right, that's there's the other extreme. Roosevelt High School. There's Schurz High School. Um, there's Von Steuben High School. Those are some of the three public high schools that aren't too far from that area. And, you know, granted, they're not in our inner city, but there's going to be a good demographic mix. And we can contact those schools if we get okay from Nari, if we get okay from Restore and do something.
2: But well, what but, are you going to do is set up a bunch of conduit and pipe benders and hammers and nails and yeah. see what they, you know, that's and not, torches and copper and no, but you got to, well, that's, that's not thing. my, not, no, but that's expertise. where this gets difficult. What are you going to teach or what are you, you're going to expose him to something like Ron, because he's a remodeler, he does everything.
4: Right. I Most don't know people
2: are t- not going to go that route. They're going to be a plumber, electrician, whatever. And you don't know what you like till you try it. Right, so it's hard to try it. it all.
4: Expose them to things. I don't know that part. I don't know what to expose them to. But I can work on the contacting people and you know
1: getting it, that. And here's done. the thing that when I went my build, I went through building trades. We learned everything from concrete masonry. We and we framed up a house in our senior year. We actually built the entire house. Fresh, our junior year was building these small little houses that we built. We put down foundations. We did everything throughout the whole, you know, and built a little house inside the inside the, the shop class. Awesome. So, you know, but there was, but we learned everything, and then we could decide from there what we wanted to do. And, I am
4: so excited about this.
1: And some, some guys went into roofing. Some went into electrical work. Some went into plumbing. Some went in the Air Force. Some went to college. I mean, you know, it was all, it was all over the place. I hey, think that in Air Force. we could I reach <laughs>
4: a lot of people who don't necessarily want to go to college or have the means or whatever. And even if somebody learns how to fix something around the house, mm-hmm. you know, that's still a handy skill, whether they go to college, traditional college or not. Well,
2: that's one of the things that I always thought was the benefit when you if you're young and you go into the trades for a few years. It's still it's a, its a skill you'll have the rest of your life.
1: Yep. Yes. And you'll never lose it. All right, we
4: could let's... sell out this thing. We could have 500 kids show up.
1: Or none. We'll be or back none. Right, yes. We'll be back right <laughs> after this. Mighty House. Mighty House will return.
0: Here they come to save the day.
2: Here they come to save the day. This
1: is Mighty House. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Mag Erad. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. You will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that?
2: Oh, you go over to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, just put in your first, last name, email address, scroll on down, and just click on Boom Done.
1: Boom Done, done. Laka right there.
2: And you'd have contact information for the $99 closing, Chuck Sergusi Yeah. Uh, well, you'd have Elliot Richardson. You'd have a direct link to the SBAC to get more information and to join. Because if I owned a small business in Illinois still, you'd have to be an idiot not to be... A member of the SBAC. <laughs> no, I am mean, seriously, because what they do is awesome, makes a better business environment in the state of Illinois. But beyond that, the networking is killer. Yes. Ron, if you went to every event, how many jobs would you get? More I, than you could handle.
1: Oh, without without question. Every time I do go to one, people are saying, are you busy? And I say, yeah, we're, you know, six to eight months out. They go, oh, well, uh, okay.
2: Right. So but prior to that, it amazes me. But no, it's a, it's a great... It's a great association. They've done a, a great job. And, you know, Elliot really got it fired up, I think, about the year before I moved. You know what I mean? Yep. So I got involved a little, bit, nowhere near right. what I would have liked, in a way.
1: Yep. And it, there's something else for you there, Robbie. I don't know. Did you see that?
4: Women our, in construction.
1: Our buddy, our pal, Judy Friedland.
4: An exclusive event featuring conversation with Chicago's top groundbreaking women. Yeah. Ooh.
2: So we got to have her on again, because she yeah. managed to get the whole uh, building code revamped Yes. Like, effortlessly.
1: Yes. She well, is.
2: apparently effortlessly. I'm pretty sure there was some stuff in the background going on.
1: It, that woman is amazing. She, she is, is. She's doing a bang-up job. You know what she's tackling now? The plumbing I code.
2: <laughs> I hope she's going to be mayor after all this. Uh yeah. She, no, I like her as a building commissioner. Yep. Judy's amazing, yes. Mrs. Fre- Ms. Friedland. Yes.
4: So, June 4th. Um, where at Chase Tower, 57th floor, which is 10 South Dearborn, Women in Construction is going to have an event. And no, no it's, it's
1: the Home Builders Association having a... Uh,
4: a Women in Construction event. I'm you, sorry. The Home Builders oh, Association hammers. of Greater Chicago presents Women in Construction featuring the 2018 Woman of the Year, Judy Friedland, with opening remarks from the 2017 Woman of the Year, Randy Fifield.
2: Okay. Are they going to... Ju- pick the woman of the year for 2019 at this event.
1: Well, I think they're making Judy. That Judy is the 19th, right? She's 18. So, oh, she's 18. She's last year. Yeah. Yes, that was last. It's
4: year. an exclusive event featuring conversation with Chicago's top groundbreaking women panel session and registration at 7:30. Speakers 8:15 to 9:15. P.M. S- A.M.
2: Oh, that's better. <laughs>
4: $60 for non-members. You too can find out by going to the Home Builders Association of Greater Chicago. Yes. Awesome.
2: No, she's she's obviously for people just joining us. Judy Freeland, the building commissioner for City of Chicago or Department of Buildings. She's been on the show a few times and I'll be honest, she is actually a lot of fun to have on the uh-huh. show. She's not really like a stick in the mud bureaucrat. You know, I mean, it's like, it's pretty amazing when you, you know, you picture like a building commissioner. Right. You know, the, grun- the grumpy old guy right. who doesn't want to issue your permit and gives you nothing but grief. And she is so not like that. And what she's managed to do in the city of Chicago between getting everything online, revamping the building codes, her latest one. Yep. I mean, she brought it up to the 20th century.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, cut that out there, Fresh Meat, and send that to her. <laughs> She's not a grumpy old man.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> think grumpy old cur- cur- curmudgeon. I'm joking, curmudgeon. Fresh Meat.
1: I'm joking. Don't really do that. <laughs> He's taking notes, Rich.
2: <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Taste cut times. He knows the times, so right. he can cut it out easier. <laughs> but no, she is, uh, we got to get her on again soon.
1: Yep, yep. I, I agree. Uh, she's, she's a uh, great person to have on, a great person to know. So I uh, just wanted to go, again, that's the Women in Construction. It's the... Uh, Home Builders Association of Greater Chicagoland, and this is Tuesday, June fourth, from 7:30 a.m. Registration. It starts at 8:15 to 9:15. Is is when the speakers are going to be there, and it's at the Chase Tower, 57th floor, 10 South Dearborn in Chicago. So go nice, check it out. Nice, nice, nice. Go say hi to Judy.
4: Um, there was an interesting article again. I'm all about the articles this yep. week. Flushable wipes should not be flushed. Uh, Thank you. We've said that over and over and Uh over and over. And this was a question that somebody had set in. They said, I'm really upset. I'm retired and have limited resources. I just had to spend $3,300 on a new sewage pump that was ruined by flushable wipes. Yep. The label says they're sewer and septic safe. No, they're not. That is correct. Liar, liar, pants on fire. What you've been saying for years and years and years, this person says he's been a master plumber since age 29. The only thing that should go down a toilet is liquid and solid waste uh-huh. from your body and toilet paper. The less toilet paper you use each trip, the happier your system will be. They said do an experiment. Um, take a, Moisten a single sheet of toilet paper and rub it on your skin. You'll see how quickly it falls apart. Do that to paper towel. It's not going to fall apart because it's made to hold together. And then they said, now try that with a flushable wipe. They hold together better than paper towels, better than toilet paper, anything. Imagine what happens if there's not enough water to transport these through your building drain and outside the buried sewer line out of your city. Yep. Now.
1: And then those people at the the sewer treatment plant have to deal with them too.
4: Here's an interesting thing that we've never talked about when we've talked about these flushable wipes. Uh Uh-huh. They say clogs in residential plumbing systems can also be traced to the low-flow requirements forced upon us sure. by government officials, but we've never talked about sure, that. Sure, the
1: low-flow toilets. Sure, we have.
4: Um, And flushable wipes? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's why you don't like low-flow flow toilets in old houses. Right. Years ago, this... Fo... I'm sorry. She go did...
2: ahead. Go ahead, oh, Rich. just reading along. No, I said low-flow toilets. That was always a problem when you had four-inch cast iron because right. it's not enough water to move the solids through the pipe.
1: Right. And then the cast iron, over time, it gets rusty inside, so then... It, it has more places to snag those things and hold them up. Whereas if you've got newer PVC drains, the, the chance of it sliding through are a lot better.
4: So um, I thought that maybe Mr. Maggie Rad would like this next section. <laughs> okay. Um, years ago, the standard toilet used 3.5 gallons of water per flush. Mm-hmm. Toilets now use how much per flush?
1: 1.5 and, Thank and you. Or, 1. Less. 6 or less. 1.6 or
4: less. 1.6. This small amount of water in some plumbing systems doesn't have the energy to transport the flushable wipes. Remember the simple formula from high school physics? Not me. Force equals mass times acceleration. Okay. Three and a half gallons of water has much more mass than 1.6. Yes. He says he routinely protects his home's plumbing system by filling up two five-gallon buckets of water. The water is poured into a toilet on the second story of the home. The wife assists as we flush the toilet. As soon as the water from the tank enters the bowl, we pour both of our buckets of water at the same time. We pour as fast as possible, making sure the water doesn't overflow. This massive slug of water entering the pipes from a high acts like a giant internal pressure washer to keep my main building drain clear. What do you guys think about that? Good idea. Okay. Keep as much grease as possible out of the plumbing. Save paper towels
2: no, used to dry. Don't put hand. any grease in there. And don't put food in your sink. Yes.
1: So here's the other thing when you're laying out got a bathroom,
2: disposals. If,
1: if you've got the time, you, your bathtub, your shower, should always be at the end of the run so that that way it's washing all that uh away so if you if your pipe comes up grabs the to- it grabs the toilet and then it grabs the vanity sink and then it grabs the shower on the end or the tub on the end because
3: mm-hmm, you're, you're mm-hmm. taking
1: a shower you're doing that every day that water now is constantly flushing by the other the toilet and, and and other stuff and it's helping to wash that all away whereas the if the pipe came up and hit the shower first and then went to the vanity and your toilets last, that section between the toilet and the vanity or before it gets to the shower tub area can have a chance to clog because it just doesn't have the volume of water to wash that all out. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: So let's say, Rich, that you made bacon. I make bacon. Yeah. Um, That's not like a euphemism for making money. No, no. no, I make bacon,
2: and then I put the bacon grease through the strainer into my bacon fat can, which then I use for cooking.
4: Then what do you do with (laughs) your pan? So you've... you've
2: Wipe it with paper towel, and then I put uh, coarse sea salt in it, and I scrub it with that a little bit, and then I put the pan away.
4: You don't wash Be- your pan? Because you never it's
2: cast wash iron. cast
4: iron. Oh, you were using cast iron. Okay. I knew it. I, knew always,
2: it was I always use cast iron.
4: So what if you're using... That's bad for you. A regular, yeah. What if you're using a Teflon pan?
2: That's no good for your health.
4: Okay, but basically... Chemicals this... that
2: leach out of that, and it, it's nasty.
4: What if you're using a ceramic pan that's not Teflon coated?
2: Well, then what are you going to do? You just wipe it all out with a uh, paper towel and then you can wash it, but you don't put the grease down the drain. Yeah.
4: Well, I think that people don't put the grease. Some people do occasionally when they're lazy. Uh But
2: the big thing is, is to save the grease and you take all the, you know, if you could strain it through a coffee filter, but you'd save the grease and you use that for cooking. Sure. Killer.
1: Oh yeah. Making your eggs with that. Literally. It's killer. Yes. (laughs)
2: Everything in moderation is fine. Yes. You notice they haven't had any porterhouse recalls lately. Lettuce apparently is not good.
4: (laughs) But yes, take your paper towels, like if you're going to wash dishes, dry your hands with a paper towel, then save your paper towels and use them to wipe out the pan.
2: Mm -hmm. And don't go back to my neighbor where I opened the show. So the guy that worked for GLAD, Glad actually has a product they invented. I had them for years ago. It's a little plastic. Saran wrap, say bottom, and then it had this, like, textured top. And you could take a pound of ground beef, cook it, pour it right onto this mat. It would suck all the grease out, and then you could put your your beef or your bacon, whatever. It would suck up all that fat, and then you could just throw them away. No. they They never put them to market because they couldn't make their margins on it. Because, really? you know the market would only bear let's say 2 dollars a box right. well they couldn't produce them and market them and all that for 2 dollars a box so they never went to market these things were cool they gave <laughs> us like huge stacks of them uh-huh. you know and they lasted me like 2 or 3 years when i was living up there but yeah those were awesome that's cool just saying.
1: yeah
4: and so, i knew we would hear from maggie well, red yeah
1: yes. but oh so I, bob I,
4: from I, northbrook here we I go don't, this is important. A union plumbing contractor was just, and it was great, but frustrating in that the intense discussion was about things. Likely, local 130 will meet with me, and I will also, and I'm done.
1: Uh uh-huh. huh. He, he lost Bob. You lost
4: her already. Tariffs mean copper fittings, metallic items are going to jump
1: 13%. I'm done. She's skimming.
4: Join us on Mighty House <laughs> Radio Show on Facebook
1: and read the whole story. Yes,
4: yes, because now he's talking about two-inch, 90-foot. <laughs> not the 19.25 box. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? So join us on Facebook Live. Facebook Live on Mighty House Radio Show. And you could, you know, comment to us too. You could talk about things that I understand like chocolate.
1: And we got got one more. We just got one more thing that the, the press has finally picked up on that we've been talking about for years. And we'll discuss that next right here. On Mighty House.
2: This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return.
4: In a world where every day jobs go without a mother, <laughs> one woman. Will change it all. And you do the windmill thing with your arm. Rear, rear, rear. Robbie Earhart is office wife, office husband. That works. Job mom.
2: (laughs) Job mom. Follow Robbie Earhart on Twitter. Hashtag job mom. Lisa and I built your room, but I don't like this clown. Uh, I wouldn't take it down if I were you. It's a load bearing poster.
1: It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Podcasts and previous shows available at mightyhouse.net, Stitcher, <clears throat> iTunes, SoundCloud and on homeimprovementusa.com. Find links to all of them at mightyhouse.net. Video and clips and then the video clips of the show are available at mightyhouse.net and in our Mighty House YouTube channel which Fresh Meat already has the Tip of the Week posted up there. Did you get Clutter Clarity up there also, yep. sir? Yep, it's,
3: it's already it's done. It's
1: already on the YouTube. Check it out. The man is on top of it. Excellent. And so go to it. You can check it out right there on our YouTube channel. And if you need a new kitchen, a new bath, a new addition, the brand-new Niles Design District has everything you need to renovate your home. Nearly 10 home improvement businesses offering expert advice, competitive pricing, and superior products, are on Milwaukee Avenue in Niles. Check them out at the Niles Design District com, and uh, there we go. I think that's uh, that's wrapping up the show. I think we're pretty much done. Fresh. no, meet.
2: you got ten minutes.
1: You got that's it. Three hours. Boom, boom, done. Just like boom, that. Done. It went really I fast, know. didn't it? Really fast. There you go. So the last item on uh, on the docket that I wanted to talk about is something else that the the news. You were talking earlier how. Uh, the Chicago Tribune, Tribune took took one of our topics and ran with it. What about this one? Dryer fires. We talk about dryer fires all the time. Yep. And then Channel 7 picks it up, of course. we got to talk about dryer fires. Don't just clean the lint out of the lint catch lint in trap. the dryer. You actually have to scrub out the, the, the whole line. And you, want solid, yes. s- and you want solid pipe. You know the flexi, yes, flexi. cordial? Mm-hmm. And and plastic ones, you don't want the plastic ones either. You want an aluminum. If you if obviously you got to flex between the dryer and the pipe in the wall, that'll be a little piece of flex. But then beyond that, you want it to all be solid. And they make you can go to the big box stores, you can go to the hardware stores, and they have a a a brush that's on the end and on on a fiberglass pole. You stick it on your drill and you just run it in from the outside. Turn your dryer on. And then let it blow, and then you just push that in there, and it'll just it'll clean out those all the lint throughout the whole run.
4: But aren't you pushing it the wrong way if you do it from the outside?
1: Yeah, but as you're doing it, you're cleaning it because air's blowing over it. So as you're going through scrubbing it, it's just blowing it out on you. You can also set it up with a with a shop vac on the inside if you want, and hook up a shop vac reducer. You got to go buy more parts. Right. Uh, but then you could hook it up on the outside, also you know inside, and turn the shop vac on, and then go outside and run it. And it'll suck all the all the lint in. So that you're
4: way doing to. it while you're turning the dryer on? Yes. And you said the pipe should be pipe.
1: It should be, yes, a solid hard pipe.
4: But most of the time, well in my house anyway, there's the flexible pipe from the dryer and then it goes floop right out the window. Why what? would there be another pipe?
2: Out the window?
0: Yeah.
4: Oh shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. That should be solid pipe.
4: I'm sorry, it doesn't go out the window. It goes out the door.
1: Okay, so that should be solid pipe out of your glass block window, and then it goes down the wall. That should all be solid, and then and then a 90 that's solid turned out to grab the dryer. That's how that should be. And then you would have a little piece, the, the slinky thing goes from the pipe, at the, the 90 that's at the bottom of the wall to the dryer. That's the slinky part. The rest of it should all be solid. Now, if you've got a short run like what you're saying, Mm-hmm. There's nothing solid. It's just you could take it off and at least just clean it out or replace it. Don't you know? And you'll probably find that at the bottom where that turns and goes up the wall when you disconnect that, you're going to find it. It's probably got a lot of lint in there.
0: Hmm.
1: So that's that's the other little piece that was on the list to talk about. Dryer fires. Make sure you clean that out. Lint trap. If it's a longer run, you've got a big run, and it, it doesn't even actually get. It may be that the dryer cannot push the, the air all the way out. They make booster fans for that also. So then you can put a booster fan on your dryer vent, and when they turn on the dryer, it'll sense the pressure difference, turn on, and help boost that uh, the air so that it can make it outside.
4: Who can I hire to do all this?
1: I don't know. I mean, call, just call it. In- they actually have. We have go ahead. We have-
2: there's guys, there's companies that do dryer vent cleaning. And yep. a lot of times it's your HVAC guy. Same guy that does duct cleaning and yep. stuff.
4: I mean, just in general. Like whack,
2: whack, wash like, your ducts and wh- clean like, your vents.
4: Like <laughs> a notchy home inspector uh-huh. who would then do everything.
2: Yeah. You know? No, so the that home... would be different. There's a business between inspecting and doing.
4: Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying that. I need to have like somebody like that, like a Nachi inspector who would walk through the house and say, this needs to be done.
2: Make you a punch list?
4: Yes. And then there'd be somebody either with or, you know, that I would call and say, here's my punch list. You know, Nachi says as this As long as needs you don't want the done. home
1: inspector to do it.
4: Right. Right. Because I know you can't do that.
1: That's a conflict of interest.
4: Right. But you know what I mean. Whoa.
1: We just lost it. What'd you do there, Fresh Meat? We just lost everything. Hey-hoo! What happened? Oh, no. Everything's up. The
3: headphones, you mean? Oh, there we go. I don't know. Yeah, we're uh, on the air. Uh, no, it,
1: I, all my headphone just dropped out completely. Never mind. Really? Do you, you hear it, it now? I, I hear it now. I hear you now. Okay, good. Can it's you hear me It's a load-bearing poster. I can,
3: yeah, I can hear you fine the whole okay. time. We're on the air. It's just the headphone boxes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. For
2: four more minutes.
1: Four two, more minutes.
2: Two and a half minutes.
1: Two and a half. Okay. No, yep. four. All right. Well, two, know. two and a half, because we got music, and then we gotta close this thing, and. So and what
4: did we learn today?
1: What we learned today?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, we were all over the place.
1: I, I that the SBAC is kicking butt Killer. and taking names. That's what That's I learned right. today. Uh, yes. sbacil dot org. <laughs> uh oh, we got a giggle. You got a snorter out of Robbie. Whoever just sent that note. What you got to? Share I'm not it. You,
4: even sure why. You got to share it. We're talking about heaving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
4: I. Paul says, I once ate a whole jar of pickles and threw up on my mom's carpet. I don't understand. Does that have anything to do with the heaving, or is that just you wanted to tell us? Did that happen like last year, Paul? You're like 56, and you're like, I just ate a whole jar of pickles.
1: Just think of all the vinegar that would soak into the carpet and into the floor. All that vinegar, that'd be nasty.
4: Ugh. Plus your bile. Ooh. Ooh. And chunks of pickles. Uh-huh. But Look, if you had a dog.
1: It would eat right up.
4: Yeah. It wouldn't even have time to get to the floor. Oh, no. Like it's coming out of my mouth. Dog, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, you could not uh. have started that music any better, dude.
4: I'm throwing
3: up.
1: That, <laughs> perfect timing there, fresh meat. Play that music. Let it go. Play
3: you had perfect timing. It's music. timed at 5636.
1: <laughs> Play that funky music. All right. You know what? The new uh, new kitchen, new bath, new addition. The brand new Niles Design District has everything you need to renovate your home. Check them out. Go to the NilesDesignDistrict.com. Nearly 10 home improvement businesses offering expert advice, competitive pricing, and superior products are on Milwaukee Avenue in Niles. And just off of Milwaukee is also Global Granite and Stone, where I was uh, at this week. Great place to go check that stuff out, too. So Nice. Uh, video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. Podcasts mm-hmm. of previous shows are already posted. No. No, never mind. And uh, they're available at Mighty House. <laughs> Next week's
2: show is already posted on yeah,
1: YouTube. Right. Uh, MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and a home, on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. The conversation continues all week long on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, we've got some good questions we didn't get to yet uh, this week either that Dang. that came in on the Facebook, so maybe we can catch those next week. Uh, next week we're going to oh yeah, fresh meat. Who's coming on next week?
3: Scott and Tom from Scott Simpson Builders.
1: And what are they going to talk about?
3: Uh, they're going to talk Stuff. about. Uh, I, I have it all listed out. I don't oh, want okay. to misquote them, but yes, it's <laughs> gonna be cool. we're just going to be quiet. Like, just, run okay. with the interview. building, green building,
1: green building, green building net zero homes. Uh, We'll also have another Mighty House Tip of the Week and Clutter Clarity. In between that, we'll be taking your phone calls. Thanks to Elliot Richardson from the SBAC, sbacil.org for more information. And uh, thanks to everybody that called in today and uh, spent a little time with us. We appreciate it. Next week will be The Devil's Show, show number 666 for Trixie. I'm Ron We nice. Keep it square and level.
3: If you have any questions, wow, until
1: listen. next Saturday. Us
2: next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production.
0: Mighty House.